Okay. This time I'm going to give you guys basically a, a, a film review, uh, a review-proof film. Avengers Age of Ultron. This is like, I think, the first film review I've done on my own podcast in a long time. I think Man of Steel was the last one. And if you you can go back in the archives and find out and listen to me Kirk out on that. Um, let's split this up to what I like, what I don't like, and I guess my little geeky notes about like what I picked up from the film. Um, what I really liked about the film was the action set pieces, which were very well thought out put together and paced. There's maybe, there's the one in the very beginning which starts the film with the Avengers attacking um, Baron Von Structor's Hydra base. There is another one. Uh, like uh, The next real big full team was at the end of the film. There's, there's also one in which the team uh, hunting after Ultron, um, oh, I should say Spoilers, spoilers all day, spoilers, but enough of you probably have seen at this point. Um, in which when they're hunting for Ultron, um, attack him in a South African base, in which basically the Avengers kind of get defeated by Ultron and his and his two cohorts, uh Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. And I said the third major um big battle set piece is is of course the the, the final battle against Ultron where he's trying to basically like kill all the humans. I thought each one of those were done done well and differently, showed each character's strength, especially the beginning one is kind of reacclimating you to them as a team. Because I don't know if you really need to be reacclimated to Captain America and Black Widow since they had a pretty big movie last year and it's been on cable. You know, if you have stars or whatever. Um it also gives you some nice little Hulk scenes because you know Hulk all day. Uh, brings you back to more Thor. You haven't seen Thor in a while. More Iron Man doing, you know, I guess which is just basic movie Iron Man, repulsor blast from hands, similar poses flying around, quips, 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 quips. Hawkeye get to do a lot more shooting bows and arrows. Love that shit. A lot more teamwork between each of the members of the team using their strengths together, like learning how to fight together. Clearly, this is more of a, a, a Captain America and Avengers type of team. Uh, the middle the middle one where they're fighting Ultron and and they're dealing with the Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch and Scarlet Witch uses her, her now mental-based powers of telekinesis and weird fear using telepathy. It kind of gene grade her, um, but yeah, and of course the the final big one versus Ultron and all his Ultron drones and protecting the entire people populace of this fake country Sokovia. There's a lot of good stuff in that in terms of laying out a, a action scene and a big battle. I really like the production design, uh, the the Hydra base, yeah, the the Hydra soldiers suits and their tech and their vehicles. 
uh, the newer designs of of Iron Man's armor. I'm guessing the first armor he's using is still the same Mark 42. It looks similar. I could be wrong. He gets a whole nother new suit during the middle of the movie because, you know, Iron Man has to have a new suit. He's two basic new suits. Um, Ultron's look is great. The beginning piece together look, the, I guess you get, let's, let's call it the Pinocchio one, where he bum rushes the party. Uh, is is kind of, you know, it's, it's not, I don't think it's made to look really extra cool. It made to look pieced together. That's actually a pretty good fight scene, too. I, I kind of left that out. The first version of Ultron fighting the team in the party. And it's, yeah, I guess you can kind of, it didn't, it didn't really impress me much. Uh, I was, I wasn't confused, but I didn't understand some of the, the moving, the movement of the camera and jumping back and forth. It wasn't hard to follow. I just didn't understand some of the choices. Um, I'm really thinking about, I like, I like, I like certain actors. Mark Ruffalo always brings in a, a good performance. I don't think he knows how to not. Like, I don't think he knows how to not be good. RDJ is RDJ. I'm getting quite on board of his, his Tony Stark, but clearly I'm, I'm not on the right side of history on this. Chris Evans has his role down packed. Helmsworth Thor, I'm probably going to be calling him Thor his entire career. Scarjo, Black Willow. I think she gets to add more layers to that character each and every time she appears in a film as her. You get to like her more and more, which is something you didn't really get from Iron Man 2 when they first debuted her. Jimmy Rutter actually gets stuff to do in this film besides being like my control girl dude. He actually gets to bring some of his humanity to the role. Um, Samuel Jackson is being Samuel Jackson. Colby Smulders as uh, Maria Hill gets to do a little bit. I don't think she gets to do as much as she got to do in Civil in um Captain America, Winter Soldier. But yeah, the um there's a lot of good character moments I feel in the party scene. It's still a little bit too still a little bit too weedy for me, a little too quippy. Um that's 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 something maybe I should leave for the the bad part. I like the look of Ultron a lot. While I was watching the film, I didn't like it from the pictures or what I saw in commercials. Seeing the final finished Ultron in the film really sold me on it. The mocap is done really, really well. The texturing, the design of the silhouette of the character really works, even though I missed that crazy jack-o'-lantern smile. At least the crazy jack-o'-lantern smile is on all his drones. I do miss the crazy jack-o'-lantern smile. That shit is so fucking dope. But, alas, kind of work with it. James Spader is good as a, as a voice. Like, he's he's being, like, James Spader, like, asshole. James Spader, like, what we knew from back in the 80s. Like, hey, you can't really, there's nothing to real, it's like knockproof. 
what didn't I like about the film? The part in which people want to call me a hater or nitpicky or you don't like fun or blah, blah, blah. I don't think the film works great as a standalone picture. Even more so than the first Avengers, which was a third act for the previous other films. You could kind of watch it and say, okay, I really don't know these guys. But they come together and they do this thing and they fight this really cool dude in like with horns on a helmet and this crazy scepter with like a blue cube. I think this film starts you out in the middle of something that, yeah, in a way, if you've been keeping up to date, you know what's happening. But you have to remember, like, like oh, what are they doing? Oh, they're fighting Hydra. What's Hydra? Hydra? Uh, okay, 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 yeah. Like, that was in, 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 in the last the Captain America movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And oh, if you watch the TV show, like, oh yeah, the TV show, she Asia Shield deals with all this. Um, I think it is it's not jarring. I just think that I think it's not a really good cold open. And I kinda like cold opens. But I guess when you partner the cold open with the way it ends, because I feel the way it ends is also like it's not like a cold ending. But it's a very, 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 very open ending. And I don't feel there's a right enough resolution. It's a it's a very subpar resolution to the film because it's a direct it's like the end of an episode of a television show. And I'm not gonna put that on Whedon. I think he had to end the film in a certain way in which the studio needed to end. But like you get all this stuff happen in the in the in the middle, and it just feels like a really big bridge for movies. Like this is the end of phase two. This is a beginning for phase three. This is getting you from M to N. That's his purpose. It's 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 M N O P. Like it's it's the end. And it's not something that you can just, I don't, I don't, it doesn't feel for me like it just sits on its own. And it's kind of unfulfilling in that regard. Another thing I disliked is that Iron Man isn't a hero. He he does a lot of bad things. He doesn't, he, he doesn't, the character never really feels like he feels sorry for what he did. Nor does he get a comeuppance. And I think that they may be saving that for another film, but that does nothing for this film. I didn't really care for the romantic subplot. I don't get it. It was, I think it was, how can I say this? It was handled well enough as it could be, but I don't, It for me, it comes out of the blue and from what I saw of Winter Soldier for a second, I guess for me, I thought they were even kind of playing up. There's a, a little bit of attraction between Captain America and Black Widow in that movie. And then the first time you meet Black Widow, you got Iron Man thirsting on Black Widow. So in a lot of ways, 
like within like a bunch of these movies, you have these weird romantic subtexts between her and three characters. I, I don't I don't know. I don't like that. I also don't like how she is for some reason she she gets captured by Ultron for no reason. And I guess people could say, well, because she did this and that. I'm like, I don't know if it was really necessary to have her be captured to move forward the plot. It doesn't really even move forward the romantic plot of Banner and Widow. Like he goes to save her, but she's Black Widow. Does she really need to be saved? Does she need that? Nah, not really. But that's what they wanted to put in the movie. Like that was the was that the rallying cry to go. They have to go find Ultron and get stop Ultron and get to where he is. It's it's for me as played out as let's kill the, the, the heart of the movie as what happened in the first one. Let's kill Agent Colson. That'll bring them all together. It's like some of the tropes are just too too in your face for me to not sit back and be like, okay. All right, it's like tropes on top of tropes on top of tropes on top of tropes. It's like a crazy five guys burgers full of tropes. And I kind of get bored with it while watching it. And when just one goes to the next thing, I can't change the channel. Um, What else did I like? I, I didn't care for Ultron's motivation or his creation. He's kind of a happy space magic accident. It's like you have Tony and Banner making this art field just intelligence, but I don't I don't get the reason why. I don't get the reason why as a character Banner would go along with Tony. Being that in terms of, you know, if you fuck up in an experiment, bad things happen. He's literally the example of bad things happening. He turns into a green rage monster. Like I don't think Tony would be able to persuade him to like, let's do this. Like we need to protect the world from anything. Let's be honest, like awesome Batman shit. A lot of these problems didn't happen until you popped out with like a metal suit on. So that may sound nitpicky. It's just some of it, some of that part in the motivations of characters, I think is key to the structure. And it doesn't, to me, that's where it gets faulty and, I read reviews before it and I was like, hmm, these people sound really excited and seem to really, really, really like the Avengers and the Marvel Cinematic Universe that they have all these these issues with it. And I don't know if they really expressed them that clearly. And I think some of these things are the reasons why. I think some of the more, what I, I don't know want to call them crutches, but they kind of are because if you look at a lot of Whedon's work, it kinda, certain things pop up. Like, he kills Quicksilver. But you know someone's going to die in a Whedon movie because besides his modern take on a Shakespeare play, someone dies in all his movies. Um, I didn't really like Dollhouse, so I didn't watch it a lot. But like, maybe not Firefly, but in the Firefly movie, one of the main characters dies. And Buffy and Angel, main characters died basically once a season. It's a crutch. So... I wasn't expecting them to kill one of the new characters. I'm not going to lie. I thought he was going to kill Hawkeye. But it, it, clearly it's a switch. He played you. He plays you out for it because he sets up all this personal life. He gives all these reasons why in usual movie times, movie type of things, they die. 
but he doesn't kill Hawkeye, even though, quite honestly, Hawkeye dies a lot. He catches some bodies up in the Marvel Universe. He's just like, yo, he be coming back. And he's just a dude. Alas. But they kill Quicksilver. And I don't know if he's he was in the movie long enough for you to really care about him. So when he dies, he does this heroic sacrifice. But you don't really feel that bad about him dying because really, you don't care that much about Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch yet. They barely even have names. They just call Pietro and and Wanda. So, and in in a, in a in a certain way, the cynical mind has you feeling like, did they work out a deal with Fox to get the two characters? But also within the deal, they body Quicksilver so he could be using the X-Men movies and Wanda could be using the Marvel movies and they will not use the, uh, the each other ones. Yeah, that that's that's part of the cynical nature of my brain, how it works. Reading a little bit too much. Um, yeah, and and I, I don't I don't feel it was fleshed out enough. Luckily, Anthony Johnson and, and and the good Olsen twin, Elizabeth Olsen, even though she's not a twin, has enough acting chops to pull off these characters to do make you care. And Whedon is good because it's like these things are just, it's basically telling like, what is a perennially A student and you just knock him down to a B? Um, Even though he's working on something I don't really get that much entertainment value out of anymore. I know a lot of people, a lot of people listening to this probably will love it. Like Avengers, Age of Ultron does everything you need a big blockbuster, $250 million budget movie should do. And it's going to make people happy. It's pretty simple. Kill a robot, superheroes defeat kill a robot. But I don't know, man. It, it didn't float my boat. And I try to go in these things as open as I can. I was I was hoping to be at least swayed a little bit or maybe like, oh, I'm being too judgmental, you know, oh, I'm being a contrarian. It's just like, nah, there's just more fire out there for me. There's just more fire. Um, there's little geeky things that I did like, you know, I picked up on. Um, the fact there's a point in which Cap is really just working with Hawkeye Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch, you know, which, you know, is a wink and a nod to Cap's Kui Quartet and Avengers titles early on. Um, the creation of the vision feels in some parts a mix of his classic origin. I don't know if you're going to say classic origin, but the established Marvel origin of using another scientist and their scientific methods to build this crazy dope android for Ultron. But it also has this feeling of uh, them using story elements of Adam Warlock, especially when they they give Vision the mind gem as like the power source or thing to connect to his head. I guess because of the coming threat of. Who is pushing us to collect these stones? Or why are these stones appearing? 
And so it felt he felt very much Adam Warlock as much as the Vision because he looks like the Vision. He talks, but he feels very space messiah like, almost too altruistically good, better than a lot of people. Like they haven't pick up the goddamn Thor's hammer. I was like, what the fuck? Like you saying Vision is worthy? Vision is worthy. Come on, sign. He a robot. Old wind fly for that. Um, the Hulk. The Hulk has a really cool scene in which he gets like mind raged by uh, Scarlet Witch because she's this point where she makes everyone see these fears or whatever, and they they get tripped out. I do like the fact that Captain America's dream his. His fears aren't fears. His Captain America is just regrets. It's 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 I think it's the most mature one out of all of them. It's just regret, like of all the things he lost from his from those being frozen and stuff he the life he didn't get to live because of the choices. That I thought was cool. So the Hulk ends up rampaging. And what maybe you could say is South Africa made me feel some type of way. I I felt uncomfortable with seeing all these black people running away endangered by this giant green hawking monster smashing like them in cars and, and destroying the cities and just fucking shit up. And I know like Hawk rages like I don't know. I think real life is just affecting me too much to just want to see like what's essentially like this big giant green monster white dude just fuck up like South Africa. I ain't gonna lie. I couldn't get that out of my head. That being said, Hulk fighting Iron Man and the Hulkbuster armor, aka Veronica, I think, or whatever it's called, looks dope as fuck. Like Hulk beating the shit out of Iron Man, I will never, ever ever get sick of they put so much work in showing the hulk freaking lose it and beat the shit out of him like iron man only wins because he kind of sneaks him when like like banner's mind takes over a little bit like the little mind crazy his wife started wiping away and he could sneak him and punch him in the jaw real quick because it's like your hulk was whooping that ass you know they put it they even put a nice little um, call back to World War Hulk, the first issue when you know Hulk is whooping that ass and he takes him through a goddamn building. It's like, cause Hulk, man, yeah, Hulk fucks his ass up. If I can just get gifts of just Hulk fucking him up, I'd be happy. Much like the last movie, the Hulk fucking shit up. All those scenes, if you put them together, that's why I enjoyed the most out of, out of the whole film. Hulk fucking shit up. They really need to just make a Hulk film with Mark Ruffalo, but they ain't got the rights. I don't know why they don't want to spend the money to get the rights. Make this movie. That's on them. You know, clearly I'm not a suit. I don't work for Disney and Marvel. I can't make those things. You know, I can't make those decisions. I don't get the logic. But that I think that's the part I like the most out of the entire two, two and a half hours. was like, if you collect all that shit together, maybe it's like 12 minutes of the whole fucking shit up. That's what I like the most. Um, your mileage may vary. Um, a lot of you and a lot of people in the world 
are going to enjoy this movie. So I'm not going to give it a score. You know, is there really a need to give it a score? Like, this is just my opinion on the things. I don't I don't think the movie says anything. I don't think there's a theme to the film. I think it's emotionally. I think it's thematically hollow, but it's good. It's like. It's like empty calories. There's nothing to it. You know, to me, the counterbalance is against like the last big hit of the year so far, which is Fast and Furious 7. The core theme of that movie is take care of your people, take care of your family. Um, no matter what. I think that's why, even though they got all that spectacle, like it really it stays with people, stays with them heavy. But things where all those movies really stay with them. That's that's the core of like the whole franchise at this point. I don't know what the Age of Ultron is really about. I don't know if it, it doesn't really have a science fiction basis that's giving you this parallel because it doesn't really talk about man playing God that much because it's space magic that makes Ultron really. Um yeah, I I'm just I'm just vacant there. Um but a lot of people's gonna enjoy it is it was my first little dip my toe back in this on this big spectacle pop culture event. Thought I'd record an episode. See if you guys like it. Um maybe I'll do Tomorrowland when it comes out or before it comes out. But that's my thoughts on Age Ultron. You can get at me. Ignorant dash bliss.com. Comment on the post. You don't have to. You can give me a review on iTunes. You don't have to. This is on Stitcher. It's going to be on SoundCloud. Um, my handles on social media is at Julian Lytle, L-Y-T-L-E. Get at me. Tell me what you think. Good, bad, and ugly. Don't come with no crazy hate. I ain't trying to go Ric Flair on nobody. Um, I'm not knocking anybody who likes this. Good for good for the people and get your enjoyment. But you know what I'm saying? Don't snap back at each other for not liking it. Don't hate nobody if they don't really fuck with it. If people really fuck with it, don't really go at them super crazy and hyperbole on you know how they don't got no taste in nothing. Like it's not really that worth it. It's something. It's a movie and Disney going Disney Marvel, they're gonna be swimming in mad cash anyway, no matter what y'all feel. Um, y'all pay y'all ducats, you know, y'all, y'all helping them out. Just just move on, get your enjoyment, keep it moving. With that, I'm out. Bad rock.